Hello and welcome to a very special Talk Derby to Me podcast. This is the first of a few of these that we're going to be doing over the coming days and weeks and uh, hopefully not months, but as long as this goes on we're going to be doing these every day just to try and inform the people of Derby what's going on with the ongoing coronavirus situation. Uh, I've come to uh, the Paddock Pub. We've um, we've recorded a few of the, the podcasts in here over the last year or so. Uh, mainly to get Wi-Fi more than anything. I haven't got the same equipment that I normally have to to record the podcasts, but I think it's important that we try and get something out there every day, and I can relay as much information as I can get my hands on. Um, today, via Skype, I've spoken to Jonathan Baker, uh, a BBC journalist who's come back from Andorra from a skiing trip and. Um, He's showing all the signs of having coronavirus. Unfortunately, um, people who aren't vulnerable are not being tested. So um, he's in self-isolation for 14 days. And I've spoken to him about um, the travel side of things and what it's like to have them symptoms. Um, it's quite an interesting chat to, to get an insight into what it's like to have the quite severe symptoms that, that John has got. Uh, we have a little bit of a laugh of it. Even though it's a serious subject, me and John have got on very well. And we only communicate in one way and that way is by taking the piss out of each other most of the time but it's obviously a serious a serious issue um and we also have a chat with jamie thrasavula who's who's also been on the podcast before um about how what it's like to to be self-employed and freelance or contractor or any any of those things during what is a time where there's not going to be a great deal of work for people so if you're working in in, in certain industries especially in derby there's bombardier a lot of people uh, are contracted to work there um, and places like that so what the situation is there jamie's been very vocal during the course of today on social media about what he thinks should happen there's a, a, a petition to the government government there's a petition to the government about uh, paying statutory sick pay to people who are freelance and people who are contracted um so we had a chat with Jamie about that, how it's affected him as a freelance, as a freelance worker. Um, it's it's going to be a difficult few weeks. I do a lot of freelance hours, and at this at this point in time, it's well, we don't really know what's going to happen. It's it, it isn't it isn't very good at all. But let's start with with Jono Jonathan Baker, BBC Radio Derby journalist. Um, I. I had a chat with him earlier on, and here's what he had to say. Jonathan, just come back from, where have you been skiing? Andorra, Blake. Lovely little place. <laughs> what have you brought back with you? <laughs> nice, nice twadge of COVID. Talk, talk me through then. So you come back from Andorra. Got back from Andorra on Sunday. And now, before I carry on, I'll say that I've not been tested. So I don't, I can't confirm it. I'm just going on the the balance of probabilities and the fact I tick all the boxes that uh, it does seem like I seem to have this virus. So, yeah, got back on Sunday, um, felt, well, got a cough towards the end of the holiday, but didn't think anything of it because uh, every time we go skiing, we uh, we all get a cough because basically you live in with five lads in a, in a horrible little hotel room. It's damp from where you're skiing. You're drinking every hour under the sun and uh, you're not sleeping so it's not it's not a symbol of health really skiing so we didn't think anything of the coughing but then more or less as soon as I got back <clears throat> um, fever 
chills, shivering. Um, woke up in the night thinking I'd uh, wet the bed, but I was just wet through with fever. Uh, and yeah, a bit of shortness of breath. So all the bo- all the boxes ticked, Blake. It's uh, it's good fun. <laughs> in all seriousness, was there a moment where you thought that, that you realised that this was more than just having a cough from going skiing, and, it, and you realised that you probably got it? Yeah, um, there's a few moments. Well, me and my mates all throughout the holiday were were trying to convince ourselves that oh no, we're always like this. It's fine. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get a cough. We know we're going to get a cough, but it's definitely not coronavirus. Uh, but then the longer it goes on and the more you start shivering, um, you think, hang on, <laughs> there's something not right. It's, it's actually when I, um, I thought I had it, to be honest, um, as soon as I got back. Uh, but it's when I, I woke up in the night and I was drenched through and I thought, oh, yeah, this is uh, this is it. This is the bad boy. Is it, has it gradually worse, your symptoms and whatnot? Or are you, are, you, are you still at the same level as when you got back? Yeah, pretty similar. Uh, the... The shivering and the uh, the fever is is actually pretty well controlled with paracetamol. Now I, I never usually uh, sing the praise of paracetamol. Paracetamol. I don't think anything you can pay 19p for can make you better. But apparently <laughs> it's uh, it's been curing my fever a little bit. Um, but the cough has been um, relentless. Really, it's it's just that unrelent, uh, unproductive they call it, and you're coughing forever and you're just wanting something to come up. I know it sounds disgusting, but nothing is coming up at all and my chest is really sore so that I think that's what the shortness of breath is about because you can't you can't breathe in fully so you're always gasping for more really so symptoms wise not much has changed just trying to keep on top of it with paracetamol really what are you doing to keep yourself entertained because you must be bored out your head have you heard of Netflix and Amazon Prime no but I heard they're going to be massive yes I believe they're going to take over one day is that all literally just you've just got to sit in your room um, yeah well you, you, yeah you live with your girlfriend it's, yeah it's, Hayley it's, well we yeah we discussed it um when on the final day of my skiing holiday when I thought I've got a cough here um I was talking to Hayley and I thought it's probably for the best if you can go and live with your parents for a bit because uh I don't want her to get it um so I'm not seeing her uh but she's, so she's yeah, she is the best moment of her life, I think. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I've got the house to myself, which is not, it's not a bad thing, but um, there's no sport on to watch, you know that. So, yeah, it is making the most of the, uh, the Netflix, Sky and uh, Amazon Prime, some decent sports documentaries I'm getting through at the moment. So it's OK, but it does drag and I'm only two and a half days in at the moment. How are you surviving with are people just dropping stuff on your driver and stuff like that then? Is it a case of like they're just coming to your door and then running off? Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, parents came up on Sunday with, uh, I like to call them care packages. Uh, so <laughs> I sort of chuck a red flare out the window and then all of a sudden one just drops on my drive. Um, uh, do you get care packages anyway? <laughs> yeah, all the time. I can't drive past my mum's house without giving me something. But yeah, they came up with a big box, dropped it on the door ran off um i opened the door and uh, took it in then yesterday Haley did the same got me loads of fresh food um although this time i said because i've not seen her she stood the other side of my car so about four meters away and we had a very quick chat um so yeah it's very romantic <laughs> well Jono, mate thank you very much for talking i uh, i appreciate it when you've got your symptoms and whatnot but i hope you, hope you get more soon pal no problem mate 
That's BBC Radio Derby's Jonathan Baker showing all the signs of having the coronavirus. He's come back from a place that has the coronavirus. He's in self-quarantine for 14 days. We have a little bit of a laugh with it. It's slightly light-hearted, but like I said, that's how me and Jono always are, and it's we know how to do things. But it's interesting to hear how Jono is coping with having the symptoms and being in self-isolation. Hopefully, in the, in the next week or so, we'll, we'll catch up with Jono and have, have another chat with him. Um, see how he's getting on so fingers crossed for Jono he's a good lad he's a good lad is Jono he's a very good journalist right as we said also spoke to Jamie Thrasavulu via Skype this afternoon Jamie's a Derby poet he's been on the podcast before he's got his own podcast that, that I help him that I help him with Jamie's really concerned at the minute about how people that are freelance and are self-employed and are contractors are going to cope really um, because it's going to be it's going to be a difficult, difficult few days, weeks, months. Um, and Jamie's been very vocal today about how he feels things should go. And and I caught up with him on Skype not long ago. Here's what he had to say. What's life as a as a freelancer like at the minute? Um, not good. I mean, I'm just lucky that I've made provisions and and obviously tried to always keep a bit of money in the bank. But again, that just comes from the fact I've had a really good couple of years. Um, yeah, basically all my bookings until May are like all cancelled or postponed until later in the year. And obviously there's a lot of other freelancers um, that are out there operating that, that probably don't have money in the bank that, that you know, just live from sort of um, invoice to invoice being paid. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite scary times, you know, quite scary times. I've seen you share something on uh, social media earlier, the, the, the petition... Um, about self-employed people could you tell us a bit about what that what that involves well i think it's just to get it debated in parliament so it's it's actually got enough signatures but it's more raising to be honest the reason i've shared it again is is just to raise more awareness of it because it's the the guidelines aren't very clear on the government's website and also during their daily meetings that they've been having the daily updates there's been absolutely no mention of what they're going to do for self-employed people. I fully back what the government has proposed to do for businesses. I mean, I don't have a small business or a larger business, so I couldn't comment on to on to how good it is. But it certainly seems like it's the, the right way to go. So I'm not going to call them out on something that it looks like they're doing well. But in terms of like the self-employed situation, it just seems like that's the elephant in the room that no one's talking about at the minute. And, and and that that's really alarming, you know, because you got over. And this this is from 2017. The statistics suggested that over 4.8 million people in this country were self-employed. I'd probably suggest it's it might be even more now. But you know, that's it's pretty scary to think that that amount of people are just you know that that the the impact that it's having upon them, having their work cancelled, having you know jobs shut down or whatever contracts cancelled because you know the companies they're working for are sort of you know in isolation or not working it's really going to impact quite you know very badly upon people you know people have got bills to pay and everything and and mortgages and and rents and all that kind of stuff so you know I just I just wanted to share awareness of it really you know like I say I, I am speaking about it from a position of privilege but get but in six months time i might not be in a position of privilege i might be in the same boat so you know, it's, it's quite tough is there a solution 
for self-employed people in, in at this time do you think jamie is is there something that the government could do more for because you see it's yeah. obviously it's a hard situation it's obviously it's a hard situation for the government i mean taking out political views obviously it's going to be tough for them if people aren't working but do you think there's going to be a solution well they could they could at least offer some sort of statutory sick pay which i don't think it'd be that hard to work out what each self-employed person um should be getting because you just have to look at their tax returns and see what they've declared in terms of income so if you know to say someone's made 12,000 profit then surely the right thing to do would be to to provide a thousand pound a month um ssp because obviously what well but then again you know that that's obviously an ideal scenario but i'd say the minimum they should be getting is is the statutory sick pay that somebody who's employed via a contract with a company would get yeah but you know it's, it's to me it looks fairly logical but you know you know governments have a way of, of looking at things differently it's worrying times man worrying times how's it going to affect you in the in the coming weeks have you had things cancelled already or is it is it starting to have yeah. an impact yeah i mean I, I mean i've had i've had one whole project cancelled like completely cancelled so that won't go on till next year and and to be fair that would have been a good earner it's 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 one that i did last year and it, you know it it's a decent earner for a self-employed person um and I've had loads of other stuff just postponed till later in the year. I mean, I'm still waiting also on invoices being paid from businesses and for, and from um, you know contract people that I've that, that I'm contracted to for various bits of work. So the other thing is, what if everybody goes into in, into lockdown and then the finance departments haven't paid everybody by the time that happens? I could be waiting months just to get the money that's already owed to me for the work I've already done. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty harrowing. You know, it's, it's not, it's not a good situation to be in. You have to change the kind of things you do in the next few weeks, in the next few months to maybe get different kinds of work. Is that something you've looked at? Yeah, I've been, I've, I've already been speaking to some people about, you know, possibly doing some online stuff for, for the schools, if they're interested for, if the schools go into lockdown, obviously, there's, if if the school's closing, you've got people doing their GCSEs. You know, there's the, the you know there might be potential opportunities that arise out of that in terms of doing something different. But um, I mean, like I said, you know, as long as my invoices get paid and with what I've got sort of stashed away um, as a provision, then then I should be all right, hopefully, until it blows over. But who knows when it's going to blow over? So it's it's kind of it's all guess, isn't it, at the minute? It's all guesswork because no one knows how long it's going to go on. So, so yeah, you know, I've, I think at the end of the day, if, if people can do what they can to just support the petition, raise awareness of it, um, if anybody listening is in a position where that, you know, where they do get to speak to policymakers or whatever, then, you know, let it be known that it's it's not really right that, that there isn't really a solution for self-employed people at the minute. There doesn't really seem anything in place. So that was Derby poet Jamie Thrasavulu talking about the, the situation that uh, lies ahead for people that are self-employed, um, contracting, freelance. Uh, he's been very vocal. And if you want to sign that petition, it's all on, on all of Jamie Thrasavulu's social media posts. And I'll put the link up later on when I upload this podcast. So that was Jamie Frazavulu, and before that, BBC Radio Derby's Jonathan Baker. 
um, both talking about the the coronavirus i'm going to do my best to do as talk to as many people in derbyshire derby even the surrounding areas anywhere locally that's affected by the virus and try and update you with any information hopefully we get more information during the the next few weeks obviously it's, it's difficult it's still early doors um, tomorrow we're going to be talking to the Rams Writer podcast um, about the suspension of Derby County season and what could happen, what he thinks should happen. Um, the suspension of the Euros, obviously Euro 2020 is now delayed for a year. Um, so we'll have a chat with um, Simon from the Rams Writer podcast tomorrow and also Robbie Knox, um, YouTuber. We're going to be talking to Robbie. Robbie's famed, if you go on Robbie's YouTube page, for talking about the mundane and gaining pleasure from doing mundane things. He he puts the bins out, he grows potatoes. So we're going to have a little chat about it. If you're in self-isolation, what can you do to keep yourself entertained? A little bit of a light-hearted look at that side of things. But thank you for listening, as ever. This is a, It's not the greatest quality podcast I've ever done, but I think it's a necessary podcast to get out there. Um, stick with us hopefully over the course of the next few days the quality improves we get a little bit of equipment and whatnot but i'm trying to get them out there as as quickly as possible to get as much information to to you lot and and, and keep you all in the loop and give you something to listen to more than anything because it's boring if you're not going to work and you're in self-isolation it is boring thank you for listening as ever talk derby to me and stay safe the people of derby look after yourselves look after your family